Guys, I had a phenomenal idea. I was so inspired and I finally took action and I made it happen. How did I do that? Let's talk about that today on the Christian Men's Health Show. Welcome. What's up? It's Coach Theo from FMU Fitness and Christian Men's Health. We're talking about how to get unstuck. You might be feeling stuck in your life. I want you to go back and listen to round one about being humble, how to respond to adversity with a humble mindset. That's going to help at least start to shift your gears and stop feeling bad for yourself, stop being the victim, and start to get that winning mindset and overcome those obstacles. Number two, go to round two. We're talking about deep work reflection. It's a lost art. But we can do it. You should do it. We have to do it. It's going to help propel us to start taking action. And we're talking about that today in round three on the Quick Hitter Podcast. How do we get unstuck? And when we feel inspired, actually start to take action. Because so many people get inspired. So many people get fired up. If they go to a great motivational talk or they listen to a sermon or they're part of a group experience, very few people will leave that contemplation stage and go full force into action mode to do something about it. I want to share some things that I've personally learned, I personally practice in my own life, because again, let me remind you that I need reminders. That's why I'm going through this, and that's why I decided to record these podcasts, because of my own accountability that I need, because I need to listen to my own advice, and so I'm going through all this stuff again, and I want to share it, because maybe one of you needs to hear it too, and actually, let me say a prayer real quick, let me pray for that. Father, I thank you for this time that you've given me to be able to put this podcast together, First of all, I thank you for that time, for the inspiration to do it. Sometimes I feel like no one wants to hear it, but you know what? There's one person that picked up on this podcast today that needs to hear it. And so please just hit them. If even one gets hit, I'm thankful for that. Thank you for the wisdom that you've given me for the ups and downs to learn the lessons that I have and to keep applying this stuff to move forward because I know it works and I know it helps me live the life that you want me to live. And that's what I really want for anyone that's listening today. It's not about us. It's about living the life that God, that you want us to live. So thank you, Father, for this time together. Help us use whatever we hear today to make things happen and to start living differently today. We're thankful for you putting your son on the cross for us. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Let's get, let's get our heart and mind in the right place. Let's talk about getting from inspired mode to action mode, some perspective changers, some mindset shifts, and, and some physical action steps. Everyone has to do this constantly our entire life. Everyone at some point has to slash old thought patterns before they pick up new ones. So we have to practice positive self-talk for our entire life. We all know that this is going to be the grind and this is what gamers do to grind and here's the great news, all of us can do this. So four steps, I'll say them, I'll go through them and I'll repeat them. Number one, sign up for something immediately. Number two, find an accountability partner immediately. Number three, discover your energy blocks and use them immediately. And number four, fear the Lord immediately. What the heck am I saying? Let's go through them I don't even remember for sure. I'm looking at my notes as I talk. These are so simple again, but you want to get now from your humble state, your deep work reflection state to your actually taking action state and doing something about it. Well, I'm telling you, number one, sign up for something immediately. Let's say you go to a fitness event and you watch your friend or family member compete in a competition and you get inspired just from watching. 
You think about the long-term goal you've had to complete a race for your first time. You envision the feeling of an accomplishment and how confident you would feel from running to that finish line. It would be such a great experience. You just know it. But then you also know the realities of life. Before you let those self-defeating thoughts even have a chance to sink in, go sign up for that race immediately. I don't care if you've never run a a race a day in your life or maybe you've never even run a day in your life. Be realistic, of course, but find a race and sign up now. There's truth in saying that you got to fake it till you make it. I agreed to a speech one time to 500 people. It was like one of my first speeches. I never gave a speech in my life. I signed up for my first marathon when I never ran more than six miles in my life. I started a website before I even had a business. And I'm telling you, I still have to practice this life trick. For example, I still sign up for races that are four months away just because I know that even though they might not be anything fancy, it's the secret to staying motivated and it gives me a goal to work for. So I'm a firm believer in signing a commitment letter even if you don't have all the plans yet because it means there's no turning back. I just had a guy, a great, awesome, refreshing member in the gym. He signed up for something two years from now that's going to take so much training and get, he has to get in such great shape that he needs that time to do it, but he signed up because now there's no turning back. He's committed. He paid. He invested. He ain't going to lose that money. So watch. Watch the motivation and accountability that's going to come from that. Um, and, and basically, you have to figure out a way because you just committed yourself. And so that's why I say it's really, really huge just to go and sign up for something. Now, sign-ups are different depending on what it is that you want to do. If you leave a fitness conference and are motivated to try something new, you might have to go sign up to follow someone's blog who's already doing that. If you want to write a book, you might have to go sign up and order a book that's going to help you figure out how to do that. If you want to change your career, you might have to sign up to watch a seminar or a YouTube video to learn about that career you want to start. So your sign up is going to look different based on what your intentions are, but it's just an action step. Sign up for something immediately. Number two, find an accountability partner immediately. A really secret success tip This is the one thing that really works in fitness and health is you need an accountability partner. You need somebody somebody that you share your goals with that's pushing you, that you have to, uh, I guess, interact with, uh, talk with, connect with, check in with, and it's going to hold you accountable. We did a Wolfpack Challenge one year at our gym, and the goal was to hit certain metrics each week regarding nutrition, recovery, fitness, personal and professional development, and faith. It's kind of crazy, actually, when I think about it. It was one of the coolest experiences ever because certain points were awarded for each category and individual points were added to overall team scores. And then at the end of each week, athletes had to turn in their scorecards to team coaches so we can see how they performed. I've never seen so many people motivated. It was actually unreal. It was a very eye-opening experience for me. People were talking about things we never hear them talk about. Some people started running for the first time. Others started drinking more water. So basic, but they just weren't doing it. A lot of people forced themselves to get to bed earlier because I'm really huge on sleep. And the magic was just that they had a team that was with them and behind them. And they had a coach to communicate. They had to submit their results to. They had someone to, I guess, report to. The magic was accountability. Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So you got to find an accountability partner immediately. I have people in my life for faith, for fitness, for business, uh, 
And it's really, really the one-on-one guys, the one-on-one training is really where deep and I guess the difference maker is. Um, So anyways, you will let yourself find a way out if it's just you on your journey alone. You will do that. But your accountability partner will not let you do that. So you got to give them permission to call you out and speak truth into your life. You got to be vulnerable and honest and willing to share your faults and your mess ups and your weaknesses. Goes back to that humility. And then sometimes you just need to vent. Sometimes you just need to vent. And that text alone helps you clear your mind. I've seen that so many times. Sometimes I just send a text to somebody that I just need to get something off my chest. And that alone, it's like just having somebody there is huge. So sign up for something immediately. Find an accountability partner immediately. Discover your energy blocks and use them immediately. What do I mean by energy blocks? Well, everybody functions better at certain times of the day. Some people are so super creative in the morning. That's like me. I can get so much done in the morning. Some people are so productive in that midday part. They get so much done. They get more done in midday. Some people like to do stuff at night. Now, that doesn't make sense to me. That's not my personality. I shut down at night. But you have to find your energy blocks and use them and capitalize off of them. And this is how you structure your day. It's really, really important. I can't create blogs or workout programs at night. My brain doesn't work like that. It's shut down. It is exhausted. Uh, But you do time inventories. You reflect and you figure out when those times, your energy blocks of the day are most productive when you work best. And then you have to schedule your days around it. And it's going to help you feel really, really structured and successful with your days to help you get things done. So those, let me see, let me see real quick though. I'm looking at my notes. Um, Chances are you're probably already aware of when you work best. The only thing you need to do now is write down those energy blocks and utilize them better. If you're inspired to take action, you may have the best intentions, but you're trying to force energy in the times that just don't work well for you. Peak performers, they learn how to flow throughout each day and to be so effective and so efficient. And learning how to flow with your day starts with identifying those ideas. I, uh, what am I saying? Energy blocks. You got to identify those energy blocks and take full advantage of them. So I would encourage you to discover that because let's say, for example, you know that between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. is your time that you're going to be way more productive when it comes to accomplishing what you want to accomplish next year to get into the next phase, the next level of your life. Well, you got to start capitalizing off of that time because let's say for example let's just use an example of of writing I have so many people that love to write and they do want to write little books or whatever it is and they keep trying to force it at night because that's when they're not working or that's when the kids are finally asleep but they just can't do it and they're getting stressed out and they're getting frustrated because that's just not their energy block that's not how God designed them and then I always say well find when you can do it because you're going to write way more in the times that you can you're going to write way more it's going to flow way better you're going to feel way I guess more confident about it. That's all. So you got to find those energy blocks and use them immediately. So sign up for something, find an accountability partner, find your energy blocks. And number four, fear the Lord immediately. Step four should take precedence over the other three. This is the biggest perspective changer. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. That's Psalm 111.10. I'm not going to dive into full details here. Um, 
it's a big misunderstood concept. It took me a long time to understand what it meant to fear the Lord. And it's not really easy to talk about fast. I, I need to pull almost like a separate blog to talk about this alone. But let, let me see if I can clear it up a little bit. But fear, fearing the Lord, it's not about being afraid of a rage-filled God who will smack you across the face if you don't do something he says. It's about the fear of disappointing him and not wanting to let him down. You all remember when your dad or your mom said, I'm mad at you, and it didn't really hurt that much, but then they said, I'm disappointed in you. And wow, that stung. Fearing the Lord has to be the main fear every day because guess what? That takes the pressure off of every other decision because you can't fear others' opinions if you fear the Lord first. What other people say is not going to matter because his opinion is the only one that does. You can't fear failure if you fear the Lord first because if he said to do it, then you do it no matter what the outcome is because the good news is he loves you just the same and he's proud of you just for that obedience. That's a really powerful world. I mean, geez, oh man, word and the faith world. That's a really powerful word in the faith world. Obedience. And when you obey, it's not about the outcome. It's about the process of doing what the Lord wants you to. And you, you, when I say fear him, it means you're going to do what he says. And you're not going to worry if the world tells you not to. Because, uh, let's see, Peter says this in the book of Acts when the government is telling him to stop preaching the word of the gospel. He says, we obey God, not man. And so we keep preaching that gospel because we answer to God, a higher power, not people or things of this world. And uh, you can't fear stressors if you fear the Lord because you know it's all part of God's plan and his plan will ultimately bring you joy, contentment, and fulfillment in life after your trials and your struggles are all said and done or maybe through them, especially through them, you find that contentment and joy through them. That's so important. So fearing the Lord is actually motivating, guys. It's not debilitating. It's liberating. It's not restricting. It's propelling you into action, not halting you. It makes you get off of your behind and do something because living your best life is no longer a choice. It's an obligation you feel based on the gratitude towards God for the life that you've been given. All right, so I will stop there. Just fearing the Lord, I really have found to be so important because we tend to think too much about what other people think, about what we're going to look like, about what could happen. And it's just like, God, if you want me to do it, I'm going to do it. The pressure's off. I'm going for it because you said so. And that's who I answer to. And so it's really, really powerful. So I feel like this. When you start to practice the steps of signing up for something immediately, no matter how big or small, finding at least one person in your life. I have multiple, and I think you will too, to hold you accountable. Your partner, it's so important. To number three, make sure you... Um, Find your energy blocks and use them wisely. It's all about efficiency and being effective with your days and dictating how you use them and then fear the Lord immediately. This is going to pull you out of that inspired mode, which is great, but it's going to put you into action mode because you don't want to be talking about what you want to do next year and still have not accomplished it. Please, any little step is action. Decisions are action. Controlling your thoughts and making them obedient to Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5, that's action, and it starts there, and it starts there. So I want you guys to be super successful, and it's going to start with being humble. It's going to start with deep work reflection, and it's going to start with all of us 
not just staying in that contemplation stage, but actually taking action with the little steps. The little steps are always what lead to the big steps and make things happen. Guys, let's do this. We're ending up this year. It's a weird, funky year. Let's end it strong. Let's start off really strong in 2021, but finish even stronger because we're not just going to sit back and go through the motions in life. That's what everyone else does. That's not what we do. Let's make things happen because most importantly, it's not about us. It starts with us. It's about living the life that God wants us to live. God bless you guys. Thank you for signing in and finishing out round three with me. Uh, Have a fantastic day. And thank you for jumping in on the Christian Men's Health Show. 